Is it hard for you to talk about your sexual wants, needs, and desires? Well, you're not alone. It's hard for everybody. And that's no pun intended. Are you hard right now and can't talk about it? Well, if so, this podcast is for you. Uh, hi, I'm Toby. I'm from the band Emory. I've also led a bunch of men's groups with the True Man Experience. And uh, I'm working on this podcast with Dr. Stormy, who is an amazing sex coach who has helped so many people. And that's what we're here to do. We were here to open up the conversation. You need to be able to talk about your sexual desires, your wants, and yes, even your needs and where you can take your sex life with your partner. So sit back, relax. We're taking listener questions. We're going to have a great episode. Join us because this is the sex education you always wish you would have gotten. All right, we're back at it again. Sex 101 podcast. We're glad you guys are here. Uh, Stormy, I hope you're doing good. Um, I, you know, Father's Day was recently and I, um, all, all my kids, including my dogs, have just been really rough. Both dogs are sick. So oh, no. I wake up, I wake up. I did not go to bed one night till about two in the morning. I don't know why I was just up watching TV. I just couldn't fall asleep go to a deep sleep at four o'clock. I hear this noise and I'm like, what is happening? And it's one of my dogs, Norm, uh, pooping no, on, on the carpet. No, he has diarrhea. No. It's not just a turd. If it was just a, a solid turd, it'd be okay. Uh, yeah, it is yeah. diarrhea. And so I'm just, I'm out of it. And now I'm just cleaning and I don't, how do you clean up poop? Oh, you know I mean? and, and I just, I don't yeah. know. And I'm just, I'm only in my boxers. Clean. I'm like, well, this is disgusting. Couldn't go back no. to sleep. Totally. I was like, okay, he's just a little sick. Everything's all right. Uh, we might have to take him to the bed or whatever. And then uh, this morning I woke up to Dottie, my other dog, throwing up in my bed. <laughs> and I was just in like, your bed? Yeah. And I, and it's so funny because I was like, man, I'm past the baby stage with my kids. So everything's about now my dogs are doing it. Now I'm cleaning up poop and vomit from dogs still. Oh, I'm like, no. what have I done? Oh my yeah. god! And all that, so I'm in I'm in dad mode trying to do all this stuff, and mm. we were talking a little bit before we started recording. And I'm flying tomorrow to go record my band Emery's new album. <laughs> so I have oh, to move from dad mode, dog dad, kid dad, all this stuff to immediately go into I got to sing really well and be rock a, star be mode, a rock and roll <laughs> guy again. Yeah, so it's it's a weird uh, thing to pull yourself out of that. You probably you yeah. probably feel that way too sometimes because you, you like speaking engagements that you do and all this stuff. You have to be a certain way. And prepared and get your brain in the right mode of doing those engagements and those events. And then also you got to come back and, you know, uh, spend time with your loved ones, your, your boyfriend, your child, yeah, all that totally. stuff. You know, it's, it's, a, it's funny how you have to maneuver your brain sometimes to get in and out of things. Yeah, you know, I mean, and these are all like different roles that we all like, that we wear, right? That we have. And um, mm. congratulations on your new album. It's exciting. Yeah, I'll look forward you. to hearing it. Um, and, you know, it's like, and then it's interesting. I'm, I get to I have the honor of being in a, um, featured as an author in a book coming out that's going to be coming out in September called Transformational Journey Stories on Business, Life, Love, and Happiness. But the kind of the gist of my chapter is that all of those roles we play, all those parts we have in our life, all make us who we are, right? There's none of them that are better or worse. There's no redos. There's no do-overs. There's no mistakes. Uh, they are all part of who we are. But I hear that. I mean, that, I'm 46 and that's been a learning process journey the whole time, which is why I wrote my book chapter about yep. it. You know? <laughs> and that, that goes into, honestly, even what we're saying, what we're going to talk about today is foreplay. 
it, foreplay just isn't going to just happen. You have to actually prepare your mind, get out of work mode, get out of, you know, taking care of the kids and the dogs mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Foreplay is obviously just as important. Sometimes maybe it's even more important than the actual uh, sex and the penetration and all, all, uh, all of it is amazing. But uh, I've learned over the years now uh, just that it, if you don't set yourself up for success in anything, it's not going to be a success. So if right. you want to have great sex, you got to start on the beginning, I think. And that's why I'm really oh, excited about that. this episode mm-hmm. about foreplay. Totally. And I, I think, yeah, you've heard me say before in other episodes, I think the name sucks, right? Yeah. Foreplay suggests that it's something you do before the actual play or like the appetizer before the main course. So let's just scrap that. I think we should call it like all play or something yeah. <laughs> instead of foreplay, like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because in that when we get into the tips, that's like, you know, shifting that mindset like to not think of it as something you like hurry through or just do before sex right and that, yeah. that's actually like the definition right the definition of foreplay is any activity that proceeds intercourse that builds you know that we'll get into the minutiae of it but it's really this the a big part of it is a shift that it's not something you do like before sex it's all it's all part of the physical and sexual intimacy yeah i like that we should because I, I grew up playing golf my dad played golf and I, I, first time i ever heard foreplay i swear to you i thought it was a golf term just four <laughs> play on through you know i was like oh i thought i, I think i might have yelled it at some golfers <laughs> behind me what the four play come on <laughs> i didn't know. i didn't know and now oh, i do now amazing. i do but, but you're right it, yeah it should be called some totally like more play or something you know yeah something, something Ooh, else like because because uh yeah we'll, we'll make that a t-shirt or something for the sex exactly right oh i love play. it right yeah yeah, but, uh, it, yeah it, go ahead no, and it really starts before the bedroom, right? Like, mm-hmm. I believe it's Esther Perel says that, you know, foreplay starts the day before, you know, and, and yeah. she, you know, it, but it's really, it's not something that just starts like right before you have sex, right? And so there's a, there's a shift that's important there. It's about, you know, building anticipation. It includes things like kissing, maybe sharing fan- fantasies, genital touching, you know, can include oral sex, caressing, non-genital touching. So, so much more than what we tend to think of it um, as. And that's, a really, you know, and, I, and they also call it outer course, right? So anything that isn't mm. intercourse is considered foreplay outer course. Um, and the purpose of it is to build, you know, anticipation, to build sexual excitement, to build pleasure, uh, also things to, like increase lubrication and build sexual arousal. Like these are all fabulous things that will actually help you to have better sex. There was a journal, uh, the journal of sex research conducted a study that proved that the more buildup through foreplay, the more intense our orgasms are. Mm. And this is for men and women. So, sense. you know, all these reasons why it's really great, but it's also going to help you have better sex and better orgasms. So win-win. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. I've never like you're right. Like outer course, I've never really thought about that, but mm-hmm. you're right because all is so important. Uh, just to, I, I, I mean, I, obviously, I'm still learning. I am not good at this. I'm, I'm, I'm learning. But I could, I even notice if I am more, if I'm touched more, if I touch more, and and that's not even all. Just like I'm not talking about, uh, you know, genitals or butt or, mm-hmm. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm, just anything like if it's a caress on my back or something, mm-hmm. something like that. Like my girlfriend just has no like I I love this about her she has no fear or embarrassment she will always just kind of pop my butt in public and, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean it doesn't matter who's around That's or whatever awesome. yeah and I was just like and I just thought it's just it's just really nice like nothing's about to happen you know, right, you right. know what I mean? like, <laughs> like we are not going to go down and get you know right. down the the dog food aisle and start fooling around mm-hmm. or anything like that but but what it does is it just signals we're together here or I just uh, you know, we're just cutting up. We're having a good time. We're right, together. Totally. And I, I just really appreciate that. 
Yeah. And right, you're orienting towards each other, which is why, like, I mean, really thinking of foreplay, not starting just in the bedroom, like, you know, send a sexy text. Like we'll get into the tips a little, a little bit later, but like yeah. sexting, like sending a little anticipatory something, you know, I mean, it also like just to nerd out for it, but it, it foreplay does release oxytocin, serotonin, and dopamine, some of our feel good hormones, but it's, you know, it really does build connection. It builds the physical intimacy. It builds the emotional intimacy that uh, for many females, brains is an important part to being open to sex and, and building that desire piece yeah. um you know so i think there's a, also a bit of a um a wives tale out there in cultural messaging that we tend to think of foreplay as more for the woman yeah um right so we tend to think it's like oh and, and that would be true in that women's anatomy of arousal is different it takes the female body longer uh, to become aroused but um, you know, uh, we're going to get into that in an episode coming soon about the different needs for a sex between men and women. But, you know, it, it's not just for women. So shifting that mindset, not think of foreplay is just for women. It's really about, uh, and this article I just mentioned was for men and women having better orgasms, more intense orgasms. Do you, do you um, think that's because it just feels like, oh, a man can just get an erection and have sex. Like, it, like it, it is, you know, the wind could blow right away sometimes. Yeah, exactly. You know, is, is that, and that's why it, it keeps happening that we, it becomes more mythological in a sense because it's not really true. I mean, of course, a man, but he, a man likes that. When I w was doing my men's groups, so many men told me they ne they just didn't feel wanted or desired and mm -hmm. I, it was it was it, i was mm -hmm. really surprised because you're right so many men are just thought of as oh yeah now it's time to have sex they can do it you can get erection yeah, exactly. we can do penetrative sex they like this and this and then that's about it but men really just as much as women want to be desired totally and a marker for sexual arousal for men is on the outside of the body it's a penis we don't have that well we have that with the clitoris but it's a little harder to see that arousal yeah. in the clitoris you know so yeah absolutely right so but and then also, I think there's, it was really interesting that one of the most cited reasons for skipping foreplay altogether, which I do not recommend, obviously, that's what we're talking about this episode, uh, where we're doing the subject of this episode today, but is one of the most reported reasons for men to skip it is that they don't feel confident in doing foreplay. They don't know what their partner wants, or they don't feel aware enough about the female anatomy. Mm. Um, to so they just sort of rush right through to sex or skip foreplay altogether. So that's why we chose to do this topic because we wanted to give you guys some, you know, some tips to up level your foreplay game. Uh, and it's really an amazing tool to help you have better sex and deeper connection with your partner. Yeah, totally. I, I uh, one of the things I've realized over the years is if I am intentional about that, like, because everybody wants to have great sex. That's one of the reasons this podcast exists because so many people out there, are like, how can my, mm -hmm. the sex that I'm having be better or what, how can I improve? And I think uh, oftentimes we see, you know, we've grown up in this age of porn is everywhere and it's just, Oh, get to it. The lady's already turned on the guys in the charge. And, you know, and mm -hmm. it, it is way, if you really want good sex, you do have to start in other places. Maybe it is start at being a little flirty at, uh, the, the, at target or Walmart or something yeah, or that, that, like you totally. said, that text or that kind word, like, gosh, you look handsome mm -hmm. or man, you sure are pretty today. You know, just, just mm -hmm. the littlest things make people feel really good and, and want and desire each other. Absolutely. And as a sex and intimacy coach, and I work, you know, I work with men, women and couples. Um, but it is, I mean, if I had to say, I'd say it's one of the most common complaints, often by the females that I'm working with, um, that, you know, well, my guy just like, there's nothing, there's no connection all day long that he, he gets in bed and wants to have sex. And I'm like, whoa, I'm like, still doing my to do list, or I'm still yeah. upset that 
you know, whatever. And so it's a really like the, one of the beautiful things about foreplay is it is that uh, physical and emotional intimacy, right? You're cultivating physical and emotional intimacy if you're doing foreplay well, right? And that's why we chose yeah. to do this topic today, um, you know, for five moves to up level uh, your foreplay. So, you know, it, 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 and think of it, it's, it's helping to repair the mind and the body. We say that the mind is the greatest, your greatest sex organ, your biggest sex organ, and it's also your greatest barrier to fabulous sex. So when you start to prepare the mind and the body, you're going to have better sex. You're going to have more pleasure. You're going to have better orgasms. Mm, definitely. All right. We want to get to some tips. What else? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So five moves to make it more amazing. So yeah. the first one, <laughs> the first one is lengthen it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and we're talking about foreplay here, not nothing else. Yeah, right? so yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. Everything else is totally normal and, and right. And fine. <laughs> Everything else is perfect. Yeah, per- don't need to lengthen anything per- else. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so funny. But the, okay, so the average, so we'll guess. I'm going to do a little stump. Toby, I've been switching okay. around on you a little bit. What's the average length of foreplay in the United States? Huh. I don't know. Maybe seven to 10 minutes, I would say. Seven. Oh, you nailed it. So is 10 it? minutes is the average of minutes. foreplay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And nine minutes, 8.3 minutes actually, is the average of heteropenetrative sex. Mm. So once you begin intercourse. So 10 minutes of foreplay, nine minutes of sex, we got to change that whole thing. Okay. Yeah. Because that is not for, especially as a woman speaking as a woman with a female anatomy, uh, that is not, that is not the recipe for great sex. Okay. So Really, when I say lengthen it, I really want to recommend that you lengthen your foreplay at least to 20 minutes. So at least double it and ideally more like 30 minutes, right? So tripling it. So I know wow. it's a tall call to order, but it's it's really like, you know, there's fun ways to do it. So you can do things like make an agreement that you're not going to take off your boxers or your or your underwear, your panties for 10 minutes or something, right? Like literally have it be this fun, playful thing. Like be like, and we're going to tease the shit out of each other, right? Like it can be fun ways to do it. Um, Also not going right for the the genitals, not going, it's definitely for the woman, not going right for the clitoris. We talked about that in our clitoris episode. Like it can be overwhelming to the clitoris and actually almost even uncomfortable or painful because if you're not aroused yet. So like literally think of the genitals as off limits in a fun, playful, sexy way for a certain period of time um, is one great way to lengthen it, but really shooting for 20 to 30 minutes. Um, and then, and then the second tip is like savoring it, looking at it as, as an exploration, a curiosity of getting to know not only your partner's body and pleasure, but your body and pleasure, your pleasure map is what I call them, your pleasure maps, right? So you know, we, we've talked about some other episodes, Toby, bringing back the makeout, bringing back yeah. dry humping. Right? Yes. <laughs> it is amazing. I like know. bring back a full on makeout session, you know, dry hump to your, 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 <laughs> to full, your so you can't wait to take your panties off. Right. Like, and, and then the other piece about savoring it, and you mentioned this before, is like no distractions, really, really, really be present. This is not the foreplay. This is the all play, right? So this isn't something you're sort of doing through or doing for your woman, like shifting that mindset to really be fully present. Um, and really like, we don't typically know our own body's pleasure map, right? Mm. We go for what we know works, we masturbate in a similar way or porn shows a certain similar way. We tend to have sex in a cer- certain way. This is giving yourself and your partner full permission and excitement and curiosity to try different touches, try different things, try, you know, literally do like a 10 minute makeout session. It's so hot. It can be yeah. so hot. I think that's what we, know. we need another t-shirt. We said like bring back the makeout session yeah. or something, <laughs> you know, 
Um, so that's a, that's the second tip. Uh, and then the third tip is to try new things in it. So we talked about talk this. Don't go for what you always know works. And then how are you going to know what works? You're going to ask your partner. Back to communication, right? Yeah. What do you show me how you like to be touched or asking for feedback? Like, do you like this? Do you want it harder? Do you want it softer? Right. So really getting that like feedback from your partner. That's the third tip about trying, trying new things in it. So, and then also think about how you like to be touched. How do you self-pleasure and maybe showing your partner that? Cause I can promise you, your partner does not know how you self-pleasure, right? Yeah. <laughs> they don't know what you already know feels good to your body. So sharing that can be a really, and it's super sexy, right? You can yeah. show them, you can tell them, you can do both, right? You can even do like mutual masturbation where you're both showing each other. That can be yeah. super hot if that's, you know, fully, full consensual. Um, so that can, those, those are just some, some ways to sort of try new things and exploring. And then knowing like you, which I love, you always say, Toby, it's like, you might like be like, try something. Maybe you're kissing like the nape of their neck and they're like laughing because they're super ticklish and they're like, again, that's not sexy, but like it made you guys laugh. Okay. Okay. Great. That's not one of her erogenous zones. Yeah. Right. So that, that willingness to explore, to play, to laugh, to fail, right. To, and to really like savor it. I mean, that's yeah. the mindset. Um, and then the, the fourth tip is, which I just kind of sort of teased up is knowing the erogenous zones, right? So your a body mapping can be a fun way to play with that. So asking for feedback, literally kissing, touching, you know, sucking every part of your partner's body and them doing the same to you and noticing, sharing of like, wow, that is really turns me on. I promise you there are parts of your body that will totally turn you on that you don't know about yeah. <laughs> right now in this moment, right? Yes. So there's actually like, they say there's 41 different erogenous zones, right? We know the obvious ones, but what about the non-obvious ones that you don't know about your own body and they might not be the same as your partner. So this is like a super fun way to play and explore. It's right? still so obviously some of the erogenous zones. Obviously, we, well, we know the obvious ones, the genitals, the breasts, right? the neck, the lips, those tend to be the ears, those tend to be more obvious ones. But there's also like, you know, the belly, right, the, the back of the neck, the crease of the buttocks, the inner thighs. I mean, there's, there's 41 different erogenous zones and not all of them will you find erotic, but a lot of them you will. So explore and play and, and figure out your own map. Yeah, you're right. I, uh, I'll chime in just a little bit. Some, some of the things that I have realized is one, sometimes it is really nice. Public displays of affection are really good. Some people feel uncomfortable with that. So you got to mm -hmm. talk about that and see if you, if you do feel comfortable with it, good. If you don't figure out something else, I always think that, uh, one, like, uh, playing together like or working out together like uh, mm -hmm. going out in the backyard and throwing a frisbee or or, mm, totally. or 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 going and say hey let's just go work out for 20 minutes because a, a 20 minute workout can also de-stress you from your day you can do all this stuff. and i know i know when you get home and you're like i, I gotta have sex and uh now you tell me to work <laughs> out but I'm, I'm it does work that way it, it's it sucks that working out is hard and also makes you feel a lot better, you know, I, but I just mm -hmm. noticed, I noticed that in my own life that when I'm doing that and I'm intentional with it, or, you know, like my girlfriend and I work out together, I feel a real connection. Like we're kind of doing something hard together that kind of mm. bonds us a little bit. Totally. And then the the big one for me is always just massages, like yeah, foot massage, back massage, neck massage. Like, you know, you can get your lady mm -hmm. naked and, and don't rush it. Don't immediately go to the start. Don't start massaging the vagina. You know, right, exactly. that's not where you start. Like really care because I, I think that uh, oftentimes your partner will think, man, they, they're really 
invested in me. Like they're giving me a mm-hmm. massage. Like normally you have to pay a lot of money for this. And they're actually, <laughs> exactly. it, might, it, it won't be as good as the professionals, but if you can rub some shoulders for a while, spend that time. I mean, you can easily take 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes of massaging and really totally. start, you know, it, touch your partner in a way that feels good to them. Isn't yet quite sexual, but it is flirty. It can, does mm-hmm. feel good. It's sensual. It's really nice. I think all those things are some things you can do. Absolutely. And it's a great way. Massage is a great way to start to like explore those erogenous zones, right? Um, because you can be like, does that feel good? And, and you know, what's so cool is when you start to explore your erogenous zones, like there'll be a surprise where you're like, Ooh, that totally starts yeah. to turn me on. And it's like, you know, my armpit or something, because that right. is actually an erogenous zone, you know, yeah. <laughs> and your partner might not be into that, but like, right. Whatever it is, you start to, you know, surprise yourself, surprise your partner and massage, sensual massage is a great way to do that. It's an awesome tip. Yeah, totally. My, my girlfriend's like, you like doing it? I was like, yeah, I, I get to see you basically naked. Mm-hmm. Like there's a naked lady in, in my room mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm just getting to touch her and she's mm-hmm. enjoying it. So that's, that's mm-hmm. all I want. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, right. Hopefully it leads to more, but it may, sometimes it doesn't maybe right. I, I don't, like you're saying extended for like the length of foreplay, maybe for foreplay several times in my life. And maybe for listeners out there, it doesn't have to be just today. Maybe you're foreplaying Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday. You, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, it, and, it, mm-hmm. and that delayed gratification is worth it. You know what I mean? Like totally. in time and all kinds of foreplay outside of the bedroom, just flirting with each other, growing towards each other. And then when, it, when the deed happens, man, it feels mm-hmm. so awesome to be that bonded with your partner. Right. Absolutely. Right. And that leads me right to the fifth tip, which is that mindset shift, right? Not looking at it as something you do before sex, not looking at something you do brush through, not looking at something that's only for the woman, not looking at something that's like, oh, all right, how long is this going to go before we get to have sex, right? Really that mindset shift of being present, being curious, really knowing you're going to expand your pleasure and your partner's pleasure. You're going to have better orgasms, but, and being, you know, really shifting the mindset on that is a huge way to start to use foreplay all play as an amazing tool mm, you're right i love these these are great that's a, that's the five tips so let's i want to encourage you to start those the next time you are having foreplay <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and and stormy is right take your time take more time and I, the benefits you will just see them you will just see them this is just and, and this is how to have great sex you really do connect outside of the bedroom outside of the penetrative sex and when you can connect like that, it just really, really uh, just does connect you. <laughs> you know, and I mean, and that's what you were just sharing, Toby, like when you guys are, you and your girlfriend will work out or you go out and throw a Frisbee, like, right. Those are different kinds of intimacy. Those are different realms of intimacy. That might be like recreational intimacy, right? You're adding in playfulness, right? So, you know, when you broaden your definitions of intimacy, you have better sex, you have deeper connection, you have more love and passion in your relationship. Yeah. Um, and that's a, that's the, um, the freebie I wanted to offer to our listeners today is shoot me an email, stormy at lovedeeplab.com. And I can uh, send you my uh, free intimacy guide. It kind of is guided journaling, looking at the different realms of intimacy. And there's a video and a meditation on there as well as, and as well as some podcast resources on there. So, you know, shoot me that email. I'll be happy to send you the guide. It's, it's part of our personal development series, which we, we sell on our uh, website. Uh, but I'm going to give the intimacy guide for free. Um, and it's, it's, really helping you to broaden your definition of intimacy and foreplay is part of that. How do we broaden our definition of intimacy one way is we increase and we, we become better lovers in our foreplay. Yeah. All right. You ready for some stump stormy? Sure. Let's go for it. It's time to stump stormy. 
I have some fun ones for this. I actually have three. I don't know if we should do them. How about this one? Okay, I'll start with the, the most basic, normal one. Okay, one of the most powerful, powerful nerves in the body is where, and because it's incredibly sensitive, touching it during for, foreplay indirectly stimulates the genitals. Where do you think one of the most mm. powerful nerves in the body is? Hmm. Well, obviously I'm going in the genitals. Uh, is what I first was thinking. Um, yeah, I don't know the name of the nerve, but if we're talking about the penis, it'd be at the underside nope. of the penis where the, uh, the, so we're not in the, not in genitals. Now you mentioned it earlier. It's the, uh, top of the inner thigh. It's the illoinguinal, oh. the illoinguinal, illoinguinal, illoinguinal nerve. Yeah. The il- il- that's yeah. What uh, so it, it indirectly stimulates the genitals. Okay. How about Ooh, this? Oh, beautiful. I love it. So that, <laughs> and again, that's back to those erogenous zones, right? They're yeah. like the, the, and the thigh, inner thigh and top of the thigh and the crease of the buttocks are several of the erogenous zones. Yep. Yep. Totally. Okay. How about this one? When a male giraffe wants to mate, what does he do? <laughs> <laughs> if I answered this correctly, that would be if you hilarious. <laughs> Like I'm like a zookeeper. I don't. Th- I don't think you're gonna get this. I'm gonna let you off the hook. He will. Okay. Duck, he, so he will duck his neck all the way down and pat the female on the rear. This will oh. induce. This is where it gets wild. This will induce the female to urinate. When she urinates, the male will then drink a mouthful to determine if she's ready to mate. Oh my gosh, wow. that's amazing. So we're not recommending that on Sex One Hundred One. <laughs> maybe the the love pat yeah. on the butt with consent but uh, yeah, maybe... yeah, yeah yeah you can pat her pat on the butt i don't know about the oh my gosh <laughs> wow that is i see yeah. things things we're still learning i hope yeah. i'm learning about sex till the day i die <laughs> yeah, you're right okay awesome well let's get to some listener questions <laughs> a question we've got answers here's this week's listener question so our first question comes from uh the rib tickler i always <laughs> i always see different kinds of condoms but do condoms with ribs actually give more pleasure i've always kind of wondered this myself too because you know you'll go down the the aisle or whatever or, or mm-hmm. it, when you know and you're like does do the ribs actually do anything i can't ever and when I've used condoms, it didn't seem like there's much of a difference, but I don't know. What, what, maybe there is. You know, I mean, just personally, I never felt much of a difference, but is every body is different. Um, but yes, the idea with the ribs and, you know, the dots or the ribs is to bring more pleasure to both him and her, right? To the person yeah. wearing the condom and to the, into the vagina, inside the vagina. And really the idea is to stimulate the nerve endings in the vagina. So it does work. I mean, they've been research proven to work. Um, I would say that they might be too much for the anus if you're thinking about anal play. So just keep that in mind uh, yeah. because it doesn't, the anus isn't self-lubricating. Um, and then, you know, so that's the, it, so the answer is yes, they, they are designed and they can add more pleasure to both you and to her. Um, I think using, it can be too much, even in the vagina, like you, it's a sweet spot, right. Of having enough friction, but not too much friction. So using lube, um, especially if you're going to use ribbed condoms is a great thing. So use a silicone based lube as long as you're not using a silicone toy, uh, or you can use water-based lube. Um, and so that, you know, that you're using lube, you're going to get the benefits of those ribs or dots more than if you're not using lube. And then it's really finding that sweet spot of what's the right amount of friction with your partner. Yeah. There you go, guys. 
and girls. All right. Uh, and then this comes from as clean as a whistle. My girlfriend wants to try some butt play with me. I'm into it, but also want to be very clean for the first time that she goes down there on me. Is there a proper cleaning regimen I could follow? Hmm. It's a great question, right? And we, we have an episode that we did on, on anal play. Yep. So definitely check that out for a lot more tips, but the prep is key. One is for that. You can settle into like feeling good and excited and not like as worried about poop. But I will also say poop is a part of it. You know, poop is, I mean, hopefully not a lot of poop. That's why we're going to talk about the prep. Um, but poop is down there. It's, it's, that is the orifice it comes out of. Right. So you got to just, you know, be, know that that's in, in at play, um, but your prep will help you to settle in and your partner to settle in. It also just keeps it safer and cleaner for everybody. So, um, you know, the interesting thing is poop isn't stored in the anal canal. It's stored up higher. So yes, there's going to be, there will be residue and residual or there can be, which is why some people choose to use an anal douche, which I'll talk about in a second. Uh, I'm not a big fan of that for myself or my clients. Um, but if you've had a bowel movement before, like, you know, maybe an out, a couple hours before, right, that, 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 well, you will be sufficiently cleaned out. Okay. So you don't have to use a douche. It's a very personal decision. Um, I think also showering and, and cleaning the area, right? So making sure there's no stickies or anything like that, right? So using baby wipes or showering or whatever, so that you feel that the anus is clean and around the anus is clean. Um, and then the you know, we've talked about like lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of lube, <laughs> like a lot yeah. of lube, right? So because again, just to like reiterate, the anal play should never be painful. Right? It might have high sensation, it might be a new feeling, might be a tight feeling, but it should never be painful. So just remember that. And if you do want to use an anal douche, um, you can buy them in the store, you can find it online. It is different than an enema. Um, it's water or saline and it's, you, uh, make sure you go to, you do it at least a few hours before, uh, so that though any water, uh, or saline will, will not still be in there. Um, yeah. so, but that's totally a personal decision. You do not have to enjoy anal play. You do not have to use an anal douche. Yeah, I think you're right. And most people, like, like you said, you understand you are going in the, the anus. <laughs> so, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you, that is, in the butt, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Every, both of you should, it, you know, it, it, you're making the decision to do that together. So don't, it, no one should be shocked by that. Now I can understand that, you know, sometimes it might be a little nerd. You might be a little nervous here, there. You don't want to be embarrassed or anything like that. But like Stormy said, I think if you just uh, prepare just a little bit, you, you should be fine. Yeah. And to get all that lots of lube, you can get it at marriagesupply.com, by the way, because you can get 10% Amazing. off at marriagesupply.com. Uh, with code sex one Oh one, uh, we got lots of lube. So try them out. And stormy has a really great lube as well. Yeah. Right now we're looking, we just, uh, you can email me about it if you're curious about it, but we just actually went looking for a distributor for our lube. So, um, and our lube has CBD in it. So it's yeah, pretty you, amazing. You, you sent me some and I'm, I'm telling you, it is, it's good. It is, it <laughs> is a very good quality lube. So, uh, and also feel free to email us with, uh, any sex aid topics you want to hear about and your listener questions. We sure would appreciate it. We love getting listener questions. Um, you can email me, uh, Toby at marriage or stormy at love deep And, uh, yeah, stormy, you got, what else do you got going on that, uh, the folks might want to be interested in? 
Oh, yeah. Well, we, we always have, you know, I'm, uh, I always am doing my coaching. So if I can be of support to you, I offer a complimentary discovery call. You can find that at lovedeeperlab.com. It's lovedeeperlab.com, our website. You can book a free discovery call to see if I can be of support to you or your partnership or both. Um, and, you know, I love the coaching. Um, and then we are we also are offering online programs that, that start at the beginning of each month, one about um, sexless marriages and how to reignite that. And one about being single and finding an amazing partner. Mm, I love it. Also, you can follow Dr. Stormy on Instagram at DocStormy number one, uh, just the number one. And TikTok is touchy subjects with three S's at the end. And then marriage supply, uh, the.marriage.supply. Uh, and folks out there, remember, knowledge is power. Sex is power. And the world needs more of both.